0: This is Robert brothing and our podcast today is with Alexis Gervan. Life in a note, a soul coach, so tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: All right, well, I am um, an Albany native. I grew up in here in uh, Albany, and I spent some time in Boston, spent some time in California, but have realized that I'm an East Coaster at heart, mm-hmm. uh, really love the East Coast. Coast culture, really love the passion and the drive that's here. Not necessarily the pace, but love the intentionality and the, the real um, life with a mission kind of thing. Great. Um, I grew up here and I have been doing my own thing now for about a year, but I've actually been um, soul coaching for about 11 years. So since um, since my first year of college, since freshman year. And I uh, a little bit about soul coaching itself. Sure. Um, soul coaching is essentially helping people develop healthy rhythms of work and rest. Mm-hmm. So really helping them land their core values, um, helping them articulate their mission, their vision, their purpose, and then aligning rhythms with those things. So it's not really like a secret that our culture is pretty good at being busy. And pretty driven, mm-hmm. um, but pretty slow, and not so great at slowing down and actually considering what is what are the important things versus just the urgent. And so I love to help people just slow down and consider the color of their life underneath all of what's going on.
0: Terrific. Uh, and yeah. how are some ways, Alexis, uh, that physically those signs of stress, overwork. Uh, not focusing enough on your purpose, uh, Mm. rear their ugly head for people?
1: My goodness. I mean, in our culture, I feel like toxicity and disease are kind of our manners of life. They're sort of just this accepted way that we do life. We do life tired, we do life on a in a constant state of stress, almost in a constant state of fight or flight, versus actually understanding what it means to slow down enough and consider the important and prioritize well so that we actually have even just a solid morning rhythm and a solid evening rhythm around a crazy day. Um, I feel like they manifest themselves in lots of disease, really. Um, And it can come out, it can manifest in lots of different things, I think even relationships, looking at our... Divorce rate, looking at our depression rate, there's a lot of that kind of stuff that um, I think could really be solved with a lot of little tweaks Mm -hmm. in intentionality, understanding who we are and understanding what our real values and purpose are. Um, Yeah, hugely.
0: Right. Tell us a little bit about how uh, you work with people, groups, individuals. Um, If somebody was interested in finding more about uh, your your services, uh, uh, walk us through maybe what something might look like.
1: Totally. Um, so right now the majority of my work is Mm one-on-one. So I'm meeting with people, um, and doing an hour session. We would do, typically I'll either do an hour session or I'll do six sessions or 12 sessions. But typically it's just one-on-one and we'll sit down before they meet with me. I'll have them fill out, um, a bit of a survey so that I have a good picture of their life. Right now, the color of their life right now, where they're at physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, kind of an overview. And then I'll also have them um, do a bit of a personality assessment. So I use the Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, and the Love Languages, actually, by Gary Chapman. Um, so I have a good picture of who they are. Sure. And then um, when I sit down with them, it's so, it's, it's incredible to me, the power of listening. And how um, just listening to somebody's life and hearing where they're at gives me so much of a picture of how to guide them just one little step forward. Um, And so I'll sit down and we'll do an hour's worth of just kind of walking through their life, hearing different, um, hearing where they're at in all of those categories, and then um, giving them a little bit of guidance. And when they leave from me after an hour, they'll always walk away with three action steps for the next week or the next two weeks or the next month based on our um, rhythm of meeting together. Typically, then, it is a six-week time frame that people have enjoyed and worked well with me, mainly because then that develops momentum, mm-hmm. and I can really give them some good um, capacity to move forward and have, you know, momentum moving forward and making progress in what it is they want to accomplish. Um, and then where they can find me at, right now, I'm literally working out of coffee shops and Troy Innovation Garage, which has been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this place is so great. Um So they can find me on my website, Life in a Note, and then we can meet anywhere.
0: Terrific. What are some of uh, your hopes for people that work with you, or what are some testimonials or just some general things that people have uh, gotten out of their time spending with you?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, right now, the variety of people that I've been able to meet with has been vast and I think has surprised me even um in terms of you know a mom who is feeling like she's on this hamster wheel of life and she's got her three kids and is just feeling like where are my rhythms where are my own core values where my where's my own self-care and soul care um and so to see someone like That be able to actually land back in a space of, oh, this is what my life is about. These are my passions. This is my calling. And yes, I'm a mom, 110%. And I also have this real passion and desire to serve in the inner city or something along those lines to really land their their purpose and their mission. Um, I have. A finance trader in Kenya who has worked on his mindset, realizing that his psychology has been so fixed for so long, and that the growth mindset is really what's beneficial for life, but also for his work. Um, and so the the dichotomy there of you know those two type those two lives has been crazy awesome to see. Um, and then at the same time too to have a fitness trainer in England who is realizing that her calling is not. Actually Fitness training, but really wants to get at the heart of what is her calling where does where do her passions meet the world's needs um, she's been able to really make some awesome progress as well so there's been this vast array I feel like mm-hmm. of the types of people I've been able to work with and in that um, some really sweet testimonials of forward progress and a lot of it is mindset a lot of it is understanding understanding themselves better, understanding their personalities, understanding what makes them tick, understanding how they communicate, and then what their core values are, what their mission is, and they can move forward from there.
0: Terrific. Uh, much like myself, you've survived the mall in corporate America, so uh, talk to us a little bit about how uh, your your uh, vast experiences with uh, Lululemon kind of prepared you for, uh, you know, Going out on your own as an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, so much. Lululemon is, I have only great things to say about them as a company. They are extremely culture-oriented and culture-driven in mm-hmm. terms of just um, really focusing on their people. Uh, we always used to say, yeah, we sell black stretchy pants, but our stores were our touch points for community and mm-hmm. for a developing relationships." And so, um, so much of my work with them was motivated and driven by this culture of goal-setting and vision casting, and elevating the world from mediocrity to greatness. That was our jam. That was what we talked about. And so, um, so much of my training with them literally has prepared me for doing this exact kind of work, giving just incredible articulation and exercise for vision casting and for the importance of setting a vision and then working backwards from it. Um, the importance of goals and understanding what does it mean to actually break them down and to redo them and to revisit them regularly and to share them with other people. Um, How important it is to be in touch with your passion and to let that motivate all of what you do. Um, So my life with Lulu was four years long. I was with them as an educator all the way up to a manager and I just feel like it prepped me in incredible ways and I have only gratitude for...
0: Being, that, being with them in that company. terrific. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, when I saw you where you went to school, I, somebody I went to high school with went to Gordon College. That's so, so what funny. was? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, there's so many schools, you, you you know, especially small ones, you don't see them come around too often. Sure. So, what, um, you know, for people out there who might be uh, considering going into business for themselves yep. or you know, looking for the right school, what made you pick Gordon and what was like a couple things you got out of going there? That's
1: a great question. Gordon, Again, only great things to say. I would say the biggest blessing, the biggest benefit of being at a smaller Christian college was the community Mm -hmm. um, and the focus on, again, the focus on the development of the person. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like my professors were not just concerned with my success in academia, but were really caring for my soul, which was really, really beautiful, and I realize now how much of an impact that's had on me, but um, I have numerous mentors and numerous um, professors at this point that I still keep in touch with because... They cared so much more for me than just what I was doing in their classroom Um, and so I would go to coffee with different professors I would go to coffee with different you know classmates and really that's where so much of my soul coaching birth was meeting with either younger students or students that were my age who wanted to grow I have such an insatiable desire for to learn and for learning overall and so I think part of my desire to help people learn and grow is that I love learning and growing and I feel like you can get so kind of stuck in the rat race of just doing, even at school, just doing things to get the grade, to go to the next class, to graduate and be done, versus actually understanding the why behind the what and really considering our motivation behind our studies and why we chose even the major that we chose. So community was really huge um, and also the, the sole care of the professors for the students
0: uh, like a lot of people who come from somewhere, and they go away for a bit. Uh, so I saw you spent some time in California. And yeah. what's uh, what's what are some of the the reasons going away is so helpful to kind of giving you perspective? Mm,
1: I think that's exactly it. You just answered it. The perspective that you're granted. You don't realize what you have until you're away from it, and then you actually understand the, the bigger scope of what you're given. And um, I think to be to grow up, and I call it. Albany, fondly, um, to grow up in Albany and to appreciate very much being close to my family, all my families in Albany, um, to appreciate the community there, but to be able to go and realize that the world lives very differently in different parts. I mean, when you go to California, it's almost like going to a different country. It really does feel like a different country out there, and it's a different culture and a different lifestyle, and I very much appreciated their pace of life. I think, you know, when I left... I left Boston where I had been for four years of college and then three years of working for a wellness program. And the pace of life for me was like workaholism was my jam. And so I went to California almost on a sabbatical year to sort of surf, to work for Lululemon, and to sit in the sun and really try and disconnect a bit. Um, I talk a lot with my clients about Sabbath, the concept of Sabbath rest, what an actual taking rest intentionally looks like. And that was my goal when I went to California. Um, I definitely did that hardcore. (laughs) And so it gave me incredible perspective on um, just the vastness of difference in the way that understanding and perspective that people have on life. I would also say that getting out there gave me incredible perspective and getting back gave me incredible perspective. I drove out Mm -hmm. with my best friend. And we went through, we we went south, and we went all the way across the states. And seeing, again, the vastness of our country was powerful and eye-opening on so many levels. And then on my way back, my dad said, Lex, do you think that maybe I could do that trip with you again? And And when I was leaving, he asked. And I was like, Dad, I don't know if I'm ever coming back. And so when I finally decided two years later after I had been in California for two years to come back, he was like, do you think I could do that trip with you? Said so, yeah, so he flew out, and we drove the whole way back, awesome. and it was just eye-opening in, on so many levels. I do feel like, at least for me, realizing that the passion and the, um, the drive of the East Coast is something that I value, again, not necessarily the pace, I really like developing rhythm and helping people figure out healthy morning, mm-hmm. evening, weekly rhythms, which is important when you have a passion to be able to keep it in balance. Um, but I very much value that mindset of the East Coast. So.
0: Very good, very good. So we know you you love the Source of Innovation podcast, but what other uh, podcasts really? uh, are on your list to listen to?
1: Yeah, well, actually one of my newest favorites is called Addicted to Success. Mm-hmm. Um, I just heard Ramit Sharma interviewed on, um, it's a podcast out of Australia, and I've been absolutely, absolutely loving it and eating it up. Um, The Success Podcast, which is um, the Success Magazine podcast, um, is also wonderful. Some really incredible leaders that pop on there and give their perspectives on things. I love an amazing pastor out of New York City, Redeemer Church in New York City, named Tim Keller, who just brings unbelievable insight into the lives of his but to everyone that listens to that podcast, um, I'm trying to think of what are some of my other faves that I love. I, I love so many at this point. I have this like running just list that I constantly go back to. Um, there's also one. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the actual title of it is. I think it's like Boss Women or something like Mm -hmm. that. And they do some really phenomenal interviews as well. Actually, one of my latest favorites, I can't believe I forgot this, the Enneagram, Mm. which is a, um, it's called The Road Back to You. But the Enneagram is a personality test that I use with my clients. And it is having this resurgence over the last like four years. It was oral tradition for so long. And right now it's really birthing back into, um, society and culture to becoming much more popular. And so the podcast is called The Road Back to You, and it's been mind-boggling in terms of understanding people's personalities and the way that
0: they tick. Terrific. Again, we're here today on the Source of Innovation podcast with Alexis Gervan. Uh, Her website is lifeinanote.com. Tell us a little bit about uh, some other influences, whether it was a book, a good speaker. what, What are some other ways that you've been influenced to get into your work?
1: Yeah. Um, there is a great quote by Frederick Buchner, who was a 20th century writer and theologian. Um, he's hugely affected and impacted my work. And it just says, um, listen to your life. See it for the fathomless mystery that it is. Touch and taste and smell your way into the holy and hidden heart of it. For in the final anal- analysis, all moments are key moments and life itself is grace. And his work, like that, that that is such a great representation of so much of his work. Um, so much of what I'm doing now is just listening to people's lives um, and really hearing the underbelly of what makes them tick and where they're important really is. Frederick Buechner, huge, huge influence. Wayne Mueller, who writes a book on Sabbath, um, Sabbath Rest. He writes a number of books on rest, but Sabbath Rest is his one of his most popular, and definitely um, the one that all through college I actually would read each year on a regular basis. Um, And he had a huge, huge impact on me. And um, Voskamp has been another one. She wrote a book called 1,000 Gifts, all about the power of gratitude, but not necessarily easy gratitude when things are just light and fluffy, but when things are hard and difficult, choosing to be grateful for them anyway and allowing that gratitude to actually illuminate the gifts that come in the hard seasons. Um, Wayne Mueller, Ann Gamp, Frederick buchner three really powerful influences for me. All people that I've never met, um, all people who have written amazingly powerful things and have really powerfully influenced my concept of what it means to rest and what rhythm of life really looks like one of my biggest experiences. I think one of my most profound experiences was all through college. Um, Saturday mornings, I would literally escape to this little coffee shop up in Rockport, um, Rockport, Massachusetts, like tucked away on the North Shore, and uh, I wouldn't take any of my schoolwork. I'd just take my music, my journal, my books, things that I wanted to read through the week, but I didn't have time to. And I would just escape and literally bury myself in this coffee shop for like four or five hours at a time on a Saturday morning when everybody else was still sleeping in college. And sometimes I would read, sometimes I would listen to music, sometimes I would literally just look out the window. And it, it was such a powerful and profound like season and rhythm of time for me um, where I realized the gift of rest and renewal and not just shutting down for the sake of vegging out, but the actual choosing something that's going to rejuvenate and renew your brain and heart and mind um, was really this absolutely life-shaping rhythm that now is something that I talk a lot about. But Wayne Mueller and Boskamp and Frederick Buchner were three of the authors that I would read on a regular basis when I was buried in that little coffee shop. Um, And now as I work with clients, a huge, huge element of what we work around is just choosing a day of rest, picking a segment of time in their week that they can very intentionally get lost in something and have their body maybe still moving, but have their brain in another space where they can think outside of stress. It's such a powerful thing.
0: Awesome. So we always like wrapping up our podcast with an opportunity for you to speak freely for a minute or two about your business and and to give uh, our listeners uh, the best ways to get in touch with you um, and uh, any social media that you use. And uh, so... I'll turn it over to
1: you. Thanks. Um, So you've already chatted a little bit about it. Lifeinanote.com is my blog. Um, And that is the first resource I would say. If anybody's looking for me, um, just pop over there first. You can reach me via email through there at hello at lifeinanote.com. I am also on Facebook and Instagram as Life in a Note. But Facebook itself is Life in a Note Soul Coaching. Um, Another component of things, we we won't necessarily go there now, but another thing that I do is actually look at the soul of companies and company culture. Um, And there's a program that I developed before my time with Lululemon um, and has been being developed over the last few years called RAG, which is uh, Recognition, Affirmation, Gratitude. And it really is just a program that I bring into smaller companies to actually help them develop a system for regular affirmation of their teams. Um, So they can also find out a little bit more about that on my website as well, Life in a Note. Um, Yeah, that is probably, those are the main ways to get to me. Um, I think I just always love to share from my favorite author, Wayne Mueller, one of my favorite authors, who just says, um, the world aches for the generosity of a well-rested people. And that's always my biggest encouragement to people is to figure out where do they rest best and to start doing some of that.
0: Great. Well, thank you for joining us today, Alexis.
1: Thanks so much for having me.